What up, my let's keep it real peeps? Are you full of energy and vigor and ready to set the world on fire? We're at the home stretch here in most areas. Are you just dying to bust out and get back to your regular life, whatever that was? <laughs> or maybe you just want to hug people, kiss them, greet them and shake their hand. It's getting exciting. It'll be here before you know it. I know some areas it's already happening, but I can feel it. I can feel that sense of, wow, it's been over a year. Man, oh man, oh man, we made it through. Woo, who? If we can do this, what else can we do, right? Anywho, my guest that you will be listening to helps people who have that negative chatter, that narrative that keeps going around in their head and consumes them when they're feeling overwhelmed, tired, lack of money, focus, friends, family. Not that any of us have been there, right? Not us. We don't ever feel that way. Ha! Pish, 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 pish. Yes, I know my listeners are on the other side of it many times. But we all have been there or are there. And here's the deal. I know firsthand when I was having a rough patch about a year and a half ago, my mentor would say things over and over again to me, training my brain to think a certain way. Everything is going to be fine. You got this. You are not the thoughts in your head. Just acknowledge them. You are strong. You are a warrior. And I remember talking to him about that a couple days ago. And he said, I was saying what you were not in the place to say. You were not able to. You didn't have the capacity at that time to say those words to yourself. So I just kept saying them to you until they sunk in and to get you through that rough stuff. Well, here's the deal. I don't know about you, but I'm stubborn a lot of times. I think I got this. I should get this. I can get through this, but guess what? We all need a little help at times. Some of us need major help and that's okay. To reach out to others is a sign of strength. So enjoy this podcast, my friends. Pass it on, share it, like it, support us on Patreon. We really appreciate it. And until next time. This is Let's Keep It Real with Sandy Joy Weston, your weekly dose of positivity with awesome stories and guests from all over the world. It's an opportunity to learn some great new things and expand your mind. We'll tackle topics from all areas of life, and as always with Sandy, the sky's the limit. Uh, take a deep breath in, my Let's Keep It Real people, and if you can, put up your feet and relax, or if you're riding the bike, 
who cares? I'm excited about my next guest, Terry Wildeman. I found her on LinkedIn and instantly went, I got to know this woman. And I don't even know why. I don't even reach out to people. Megan, my business manager does. I don't get involved. But for some reason, I love what she had to say. And so we're going to really get to know her together. But before she comes on, let me tell you about Terry, which I love this. Terry is a shiftologist and business mindset and leadership accelerator at Intuitive Leadership University. As a speaker and certified coach, she guides entrepreneurs, professionals to evolve into unstoppable, prosperous, woohoo, intuitive leaders and practical business mystics. She's, now do you see why I wanted to bring her on? Experienced entrepreneurs, do we know some of them, hire Terry to help them shift the thick negative fog that consumes them when they are tired, I don't know any people like that, overwhelmed, lack clients, money, and focus. Here we go. With her help, they learn how to release the fog and jump across the success finish line. Bottom line, they become more positive, attract their ideal clients, earn income, feel more in control with less stress, and are competent in doing it. Holy moly, Hoochie Mama, Terry, welcome. I am so excited to have you on. Hoochie Mama. I'm sorry. That's I, don't know, I don't even know what comes out of my mouth. You know, somebody said to me when I was guessing on somebody else's podcast, they're like, oh, we were thinking of adding humor in. Like, how do you do that? I go, uh, I don't worry about what's coming out of my mouth. That's basically it. How are yeah, you, Terry? I'm doing brilliantly well. Thank you so very much for inviting me on your show. I'm really, really excited about it. Well, I know you were doing podcasts too, right? You're telling me. Yes. Yes, I do. I uh, I have a podcast called Awaken the Possibilities. Ooh. And uh, we are right now sharing uh, shows from last week because I'm working on a new project and there just wasn't enough of me to do it all. I so, get it. You know, so to keep the momentum, we're just sharing, uh, we're doing replays. That's the word. Yes. Instead of saying old shows, we're doing replays. Oh, I like that. I'm going to use that one. Replays. Okay. Replay. All right. So before we get into it, because I have so many questions, one word, if you're going to use one word, Terry, to describe how you felt in the last 30 days, what would it be? Good, bad, or ugly? <laughs> I know there's so many, but I need a word. Oh my gosh. Now I, yours, yours truly teaches stress management. And I have to honestly say overwhelm. <laughs> thank you for being honest. Yeah, it, it's a lot. It's a lot. So let's go into a little bit more detail. Tell me why overwhelmed for you. Well, um, COVID has actually been my friend. Okay. I'll just say that. And okay. because it stopped me from traveling a lot. Uh, oh. My parents are 97 and 95, and okay. they live in another state. And I was going down uh, every five to seven weeks for the last six, seven years. To where? And to, to Miami. I live in Rhode Island. Yeah, that's right. And um, when I got back March 2020, and I got back March 12th, everything shut down right after that. Yeah. And... Yeah. Shortly thereafter, I ended up with shingles and I got, it's like my body, since I couldn't go anywhere, I was forced to stay still. 
Mm. It was like my body just said, we're done. Because what happens that your cortisol levels are so high, you end up going, 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 going. And it, and it was very similar. The best way to equate it is the vacation flu. How often do you go, 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 go on vacation and you get sick because yeah. the body lets down? Yeah. This was the same thing. And it had been seven years of this stuff. Mm. So what I realized was my body was really talking to me. And when I look at my business, I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't doing everything, anything well. You know, everything was family, family, family. My business looked like I was successful. I, I wasn't. Um, and it allowed me to sit down and revitalize my business. The perfect person showed up to take care of my mom and dad, uh, which took a lot of pressure off. Yeah. But then we also had, uh, I have a family member who had a kidney transplant. I had two weddings in 2020, uh, you know, between October and December. Mm. So it was a lot. Yeah. And revitalizing my business as, as I'm not going to say hard because it wasn't hard as challenging creative as I had to be to do it. It was fun. Yeah. It was fun. It yeah. was like, it, it, that was where I was able to put my creative stuff. However, I want to say overwhelmed because it was just a lot. Yeah. And it had to be very structured in my schedule. I had to be structured with what I was saying no to and what I was saying yes to. You know what? Isn't that a great lesson for all of us? Isn't it true that with so many of us who love to go, 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 you know, the type A personalities like to be productive. Why yes. do we, why do we go to, we have to burn out? Why don't we have that balance in us? You well, know, so, so many of us don't, you know? No, you're absolutely right. And I burned out multiple times, which is why I got certified with the Heart Math Institute in 2001 in stress management, because I had to get to the bottom of what it was that was stressing me out. I, you know, why, why couldn't I control it? I'm a smart woman. I can figure this out. <laughs> now, what the heck? And, and, you know, um, but I couldn't. I needed help. And a lot of people feel that asking for help is, uh, is a sign of weakness. Yep. And it's not. It's silly a sign people. of strength. Yes, silly people indeed. It's yeah. a sign of strength. Absolutely. You know, so I basically asked the universe, help me out here. And yeah. it fell in my lap. And it was the beginning of what I call my inward journey. Yeah. Where yeah. I had to tune in and tap into myself. And then I kept getting all these different tools kept landing in my lap and I kept getting certified. And so I'm certified in a bazillion different things, <laughs> you know, which is seeking funny. knowledge, seeking knowledge. Terry. However, what I learned was everything landed at my lap at just the perfect moment when I needed it for myself first. Yep. Yep. What, as what my, my mentor has always said to me, wow, isn't that great? The universe has brought you that. Like when I've been like, oh my God, so injured, I can't move. Cause the same thing happened to me in a different way. He's like, isn't this amazing? And I said, I'm going to fly to Florida and kill you. Cause oh, 
look at the gifts you're going to get to go inward and find <laughs> pure joy. And I was like, oh my God. I mean, he was right, but you know what I'm saying? I'm thinking, I don't want to have people get to that point. Now we want to help, try to help people say, to see the signs before then, right, Terry? Before the body starts breaking down. Yeah. It's crazy. Well, well, it's about boundaries and boundaries are huge. And when we, when our boundaries are really low, people tend to walk all over us. And oftentimes it's our fault. There are, there are people in my world who keep, um, who basically don't know how to say no to their kids. They don't know how to say no to their spouses. They don't know how to say no to the people um, around them. And they allow themselves to continue to be used and used and used and used until they get all used up and something happens. And that's where the accidents happen. That's where the hips break. That's where the, um, you know, the stuff just happens that forces you, yeah, forces you to stop. And it's amazing how everybody around you steps up and does what needs to be done and takes care of themselves when that happens. Isn't it? Isn't it though? <laughs> it is. But, but here's a challenge. I have seen so many people have their accidents, burn out, have all their things. And then once they're healed, they go right back. I know. Crazy. Crazy. So, you know, it's like, okay, folks, you have to want to love yourself enough Yeah. to say, hey, kid, you're the one who had two kids. Figure out somebody else to help you babysit them. <laughs> okay? You know how kids' babies are made. Oh, All right? Oh, Get somebody else to take care of them. I, I got to tell you, I, I, I just sit there and marvel <laughs> at, at that because, you know, in our age group, we're in the sandwich era. We've got the our kids and their grandchildren on one side. We have the parents on the other side. And so we're stuck in the middle. And it's one of those, guess what? Mom and dad, you're the ones who lived, chose to live 3,000 miles away, not me. Okay. Holler. Child, <laughs> you know, child, you're the one who chose to have two kids. I will help you as much as I can, but there are boundaries here. You know, it, it, it's, it's really about getting very clear on living your life, not everybody else's life. I know it's big though. That, that G where I, I call it the guilt, it really takes a toll on us. Doesn't it? Why? It does. It does. And and they play on it. Yeah. And uh, guilt, by the way, is a useless emotion. I know. I know. And we do no one, by the way, we serve no one when we keep our boundaries low and are driven by guilt. We serve no one because not only are we avoiding the lessons that we are meant to learn in this lifetime, we are also in the way of the people around us learning the lessons that they need to learn in their lifetime. Oh, that's huge. That's huge. So true. You know, I I feel like
like we're slightly getting out of it. You know what I mean? We're trying to <laughs> dig yeah. our way out of that. And I, and the next generation, I feel like it's getting it more. But what do you think was maybe one thing you can tell our listeners that was an eye-awakening thing for you to be like, what am I doing? I'm allowed to say no. Like, it, was it anything specific or just over time? It was really over time. Um the one of the worst burnouts I had was in supporting uh, my spouse during a three-year tour that we were in. And mm. by the end of it, I was a wet noodle, literally. And that's where I really learned about boundaries. In my mission to serve, mm. I allowed the phone to ring from six in the morning until midnight. And I had a four-year-old and a one-year-old and I, insane. So, yeah. and it was always go, 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 have to, have to, have to, need to, need to, need to. So let's look at the energy there. Have to, have to, have to, need to, need to, need to. Those words are often driven from a guilt place. Absolutely. However, I have, ha I have learned that when we switch the energy of it, check into the energy of these words. I get to do this. I get to do that. It becomes choice. Yeah. Yeah. And it has a whole different energy and your mind, body, and spirit feels differently. Mm. Absolutely. So it's about getting rid of the shoulda, woulda, couldaves. Yeah. Because that's all guilt focused and shifting into, I get to, and everything goes right for me. Yep. Yep. I, I, mine's, a, I say the same thing a little different. I always say things always work out for me and yes. I'm, I want to do this. I can't wait to do this. I'm choosing to do this, but I have to tell you, Terry, it has been an ongoing thing for me because it was so much easier for me to say that to others. But until it really smacked me in the face, I didn't realize how many times I was saying yes. And it wasn't coming from that place of love and sincerity. Yes. And my mentor kept saying to me, Sandy, I get you're a great person, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah. But why are you really doing it? If it's because are you feeling sorry for them? Because you shouldn't be doing it from that place. If you want to do it because you're coming from compassion and empathy and you're choosing, that's a whole different energy. And I was just like, F you. Like, I didn't get it. You know what I mean? I yeah. kept saying, no, I got to serve. I got to help. But what I did, I uh, stuck stickers up all over my house. It was like, yeah. And with things that said, I can say no. And I even put them when I was going out my door. I know it sounds okay. silly. But it was just to jar my but it's mind. Also, it's not silly at all. I, I share with my, I ask my clients to do the same thing. Oh, do you? Like I just, I could say no. Yeah. And I put stickers everywhere. No, just practice saying no. And people were getting shocked. I have to tell you, they weren't so happy. Friends, family, business people are like, wait a minute. Mm -hmm. Sandy, because I would go to eight different places. You're right. So the same thing with me when quarantine hit, it really helped me to realize why was I trying to be eight places in the same day? Mm-hmm. You exactly. know what I mean? Why am I trying to do that? So, well, the thing with that also is I'm going to add another piece to it, which I've already mentioned. Yes. Say no to things. Absolutely. 
say no as many times as you possibly can. The caveat is I'm saying no to this and I'm saying yes to this. Yeah, baby. That's... Adding what you're saying yes yep. to is equally yep. as important as what you are saying no to. And what really taught in, intuition is huge here because oftentimes we go into that guilt place and we, and we go into the go, go, go and the, and the have to have to have to and all that other good stuff. What happens is we're not tuned in to our intuitive gifts because if we really listen to our body, if we really listen to that tightness in our gut, if we really listen mm. to the stuff in our throat, if we really listen to when our eyes get foggy, when we really listened to what our, how our body feels. And uh, it, our body gives us enormous, enormous information, like huge information. Yeah. But we don't listen to it. We ignore it. And so the first thing, when I have a client who comes to me and says, you know, what, um, when I look at their forms, I'm like, oh, you get lots of sore throats. Yeah, I do. Okay. What do you, uh, what do you need to say that you haven't said yet? And there's Ooh. dead silence on the other end. Yeah. It's like, oh my God. Yeah. So our body signals what is going on within. And, uh, 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 and I don't even know where I learned this phrase. And I use it a lot right now in my business. And that is what sunk the Titanic is what was unseen. Oh. Okay. I so if you look. I've never heard that. Yeah. So if you look at the iceberg. The top of the iceberg is the equivalent of your chin up to the top of your head. Mm. Below the iceberg is the equivalent of the rest of your neck and the rest of your body. And it's unseen. So what is, un you know, so from the neck up, what is seen? Practical, tactical, logical stuff. What is unseen? The emotional, the energetic, the intuitive, and the spiritual. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Gotcha. Got yeah. yeah. So the goal is to integrate all of it. The whole iceberg. Look at the entire thing. The the logical, the practical, tactical, and logical with the emotional, the energetic, the intuitive, and the spiritual. And when you integrate all of it and are so tuned into your body, you then have access to all of your gifts to be able to make wise decisions, to be able to move forward, to be able to stand in your power, to be able to be the person that you are meant to be in business and in life. It's yeah. both. Yeah. Um, and this is my big thing with entrepreneurs is in teaching because I, I believe the small businesses is, is the foundation, the backbone of this country. Woohoo! Yeah. Hey, yeah. <laughs> and, so, you know, I've been in business for myself since I was 18 years old. And entrepreneurs, there, there's an energy, there's a spirit with them. And oftentimes we get stuck and people hire me to help them get past that stuff. They hire me to help them stop jumping the same hurdles over and over and over and over again and get them to the finish line. So by doing that, but the only way to do that is by saying no, setting boundaries, putting in systems, identifying what you're going to say yes to and extreme self-care. So when we started this conversation, you asked me what was going on and it's overwhelmed. It's overwhelmed because there's so much to do because of this big project at the end of this month. But gotcha. frankly, I'm having a ball. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is, that's different. That's a different yeah. types of overwhelm. Yeah. Yes, it is. Yes, it yeah. is. 
By the way, I think, Terry, we must be on the same path because I have a big deadline for my next book. They just moved it up a week to February 4th. So I'm like, <laughs> don't, don't, don't panic. Don't get over, like, calm down. You know what I mean? Take things off okay. your plate. Don't be staying up all night to four in the, you, you know what I mean? Like, I have to tell myself it's okay. not worth it. What can so, I cut out? I, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Let me give you a little hint on what it is you're saying to yourself. May I do that? Oh my God, yeah. Go for it. <laughs> okay. Heck yeah. So let's go through this litany that you just that you just mentioned. What's the first piece you said? Don't what? Don't panic. Don't, don't panic. feel overwhelmed. Yeah, yeah. Don't feel overwhelmed. Okay, so what's the opposite of don't panic? Calm. Okay. So instead of saying don't panic from law of attraction. If you're saying don't panic, you're, you're right. putting your focus on panic. And I know that, son of and a billion head. So, well, we all need these reminders. So what's the opposite <laughs> is I am in calm and flow. The book is already written up in the sky. It is going to flow through me. And it's going to come out of my little fingers <laughs> on the keyboard. Magic is going to happen. So I love that. That's what, well, I, I've done that, so yeah, <laughs> I get it. Yeah, yeah. So when you do that, it doesn't that feel better than don't panic? Yes, absolutely. 1,000%. Okay, what's, yeah. what's the next thing? I don't remember. You tell me because I don't just Don't feel overwhelmed, I think. Is that what you said? Don't feel overwhelmed? Don't feel overwhelmed. Yes. Just the exact opposite. I think it's peace. Okay. Ease and flow. Ease and flow. So there we go. I choose to feel in ease and flow i choose to feel in peace with this because this is a gift and i'm sharing my gifts with the world yep you're so cool feel the difference oh my god <laughs> you know and you don't understand i live by this and i do it but this is this is what's really cool that i love that you're doing this okay why one of the things you said really oh. quickly no go go for it okay and well no i don't remember what it was there were a couple other things that you said and uh, but don't do this. Don't do that. Don't do yep, that. Yep, yep. Three words to avoid. Don't not know. Yep. Don't not know. Don't not know. And stay away from, I can't wait. Because the, mo the more you say, I can't wait, guess what happens? I don't know. The more you say, I can't wait, you're going to be waiting for a long time. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I love that. Because well, law of yeah. attraction, law yep. of attraction. Absolutely. So your words have power. Yep. So instead of saying, I can't wait, you say, I am so looking forward to doing this soon. Yeah. Or that. tomorrow or yep. now. Yep. Or get that word wait out of there. Get the word no. can't out of there. What do you actually want? I am so looking forward to spending time with you. I am so looking forward to having dinner with you. I am so looking forward to being with you in 24 hours. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> oh my good Tara, you know what's really funny? It's because I, by the way, I was thinking of, do you know who Louise Hayes is? Oh, absolutely. Yes. Okay, so she, you know, everything about her i embodied studied whatever so mm -hmm. i do this i teach it i read it i change people's words but here's what happened and i'm so glad you did this i tell people mentors need mentors coaches need yes. coaches everybody needs someone to be held accountable because 
when I just said what was in my head without thinking, you got the real deal of what must be going on up there. Do you know what I mean? As much as I'm trying to say, I tell people, yes, look what you're doing. Bring it up. You got to change the word. And I write it in my journal. What Mm -hmm. is this telling you about what's really going on in my head? Because it was Mm -hmm. uncensored. I'm going to keep it in there from the here that I wasn't thinking about it. So really, that's what's going on in my head. Mm -hmm. And you pulled it out. I wouldn't even caught that. Yeah. And another word you just used, which I'm going to uh, share, which is really, this one is really habit and it's ingrained in our society, is the word try. I'm trying to do this. When we keep saying, I try to do this, and think about how many times a day we say that. Mm. The word try has an energy. So I'm going to share another word with you. I'm going to try to do it. So check in with how that feels. Gotcha. And now I'm going to say, next phrase, I am committing to doing it. Oh, I like that one. You're right. You're right. The word try means there's an escape hatch. The word try is you've got one leg in and one leg out. I love that. Try lacks commitment. Perfect. You're right. What you're really looking for is commitment. Yep. You know what? You're right. And you you get down that rabbit hole and you don't even know you're saying these things. And before you know it, that's right. You're training your brain to think that way. And you're like, oh my goodness, I said try. I wait. I know that's different. I know that's better. I know whatever. But you know what? Here's the deal. And I'm telling this to everyone listening out there. What Terry is saying is you can't beat yourself up because you did it. You said that it wasn't right. Whatever. We're just human beings and we're all in this together and we're learning Mm -hmm. and developing and improving. Because I know so many people that are into self-growth and development, they get angry at themselves. They say to me all the time, I should have known that. I should have known that. You know, I work with people to become a shiftologist. It has taken me decades to integrate a lot of the stuff that we're talking about today. Yeah. It's one thing to learn it. It is a whole different ballgame to integrate it to apply it on a daily mm-hmm. basis yep. and to live it. And it takes a really long time, which is why when we work with folks, I work with entrepreneurs to help them evolve into intuitive leaders. And then from there, we work with these intuitive leaders to evolve into practical business mystics. And then after they spend time In that space, it's about them becoming a shiftologist. It's not something that happens overnight. Mm. Because think about our society. We, you know, we were raised a specific way. We've got past lives. We've got different experiences. We've got a lot of things that our soul is meant to learn in this lifetime. And the key here is listening to what is in front of us and, and, when we keep doing the same thing over and over and over again, we've got to ask ourselves, what is going on here? Yeah. What is the resistance to this? Ooh. And oftentimes that resistance is there because of trapped emotions in our bodies. And those trapped emotions can be 
delivered lifetime on top of lifetime on top of lifetime, and it can also be generational. And once we identify those trapped emotions and we clear out those blocks, integrating all this information becomes so much easier. Wow. So Terry, first of all, I'm loving this. I'm loving every minute of it. Tell me how you got into this. Like what made you go into this journey? Okay. Great question. Um, I have been, I have believed in my intuition and in angels forever. Uh, I remember when I was a youngster sitting on the front steps of my house and uh, my sister had a fight with the next door neighbor. And I remember talking with the next door neighbor about whatever it was I was talking about. And I remember standing up and saying, where did those words come from? They were awfully big words. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then I remember another time again in my front yard where I was so fully present. It was a clear moment where the colors changed. I heard things differently. I saw things differently. And it was so powerful. It's still with me all these years later. And what I realized is that that was a moment where I was fully present in the moment. And that wasn't very common when I was a kid. Uh, it's not mm-hmm. common for a lot of us when we're kids yeah. because, yeah. you know, whatever. So different things happened throughout my careers and uh, my de- my degrees in criminal justice. I had a law enforcement career in my 20s, but I also started a business when I was 18 years old. So there was always a business on the side and intuition always drove me to different things. Okay. Now, when I was in my 20s and my 30s, I had very poor health and... Doctors kept trying, I'm going to use the word trying. They kept trying to tell me I needed to do this, I needed to do this, I needed to do this, I needed to do this. And they kept trying. And I kept looking at them going, nope, nope. Because from the age of eight, I knew I was going to have two kids and adopt one. And four doctors told me I never could. I trusted my intuition. Yep, yep. And lo and behold... Three weeks after I got married, I got pregnant. Amen. Amen. From the age of eight, I always said that I was going to have to and adopt one. And this day, I have to and I adopted my youngest. And my youngest and my oldest. My youngest is from a completely different country. And my youngest and my oldest have the same birthmark. Wow. So by trusting Wow. I, you know, it's about what are you going to say no to? What are you going to say yes to? I'm going to trust my intuition first. I'm going to say yes to my intuition. So I'm going to say no to what doesn't feel right. I'm going to ask the open-ended questions. I'm going to say yes to my inner guidance system. And my inner guidance system, my angels, who I speak with all the time, morning, noon, and night, they have Mm. saved my life on on, uh, several times. Now, I'm a very left-brain person. I'm married to the military. I'm a military mom. I'm an ex-cop. I owned a manufacturing company. I owned a leadership center. Okay? Very, very left-brained. However, I am equally 
intuitive and I read emotions very, very well. So if this were a lot, if this were a podcast where people could see where I was sitting, they would see that I have a column of angels behind me on my right side and I have my left brain books on my left side and I sit right in the middle. So it truly is about, I, I eat, breathe and live the integration of my, of the practical, tactical and logical with the emotional, the energetic and mm. the spiritual. Okay. So every day it's a new learning experience because once you reach the level of shiftologist, the learning doesn't stop. It just keeps going and going yeah. and going and going. So first of all, fun fact, <laughs> you're going to mm -hmm. crack up at this on my desk to my left are my five angels <laughs> on my right are the books I've written. Isn't that cool? I don't, I didn't do that for any reason. There was not that much thought. I just keep my five angels right there where I can see them. And mm. my books are in the background. Usually like if, when we do live things, but there, it wasn't, it just felt right to me. So I don't know if that's intuition. Like I set up my room to be happy and fun and joyful. And this is what it looks like. Crazy, isn't that? And did you know that the number five is the number of change? No. Yes. <laughs> you do now. Look at all these fun facts I'm learning, Terry. I love that. It's the number of change. I've always since, and that's a whole nother podcast conversation, but people know me, always say I've had five angels. They've always looked out for me. And even people have seen them on me and say, it's not like you have a lot of angels, but there's these five angels and they laugh all the time. Isn't mm -hmm. that crazy? Isn't that funny? And I, no, I, to me, it, it's so normal. <laughs> yeah. To you. And here's the biggest thing. When I was given gifts of, of these willow, whatever they are, angels, like a certain yes. brand, yeah. Yeah, yeah. different people gave them to me, but I only got five. That, that's huh. what they gave. I got five different ones from wow. different people. I've never gotten more and I've never gotten less the, of these willows that sit. Yep. Not that I don't have big statues in the yard, whatever. That's weird too. Well, I'm, I'm going to say it's not weird. It amplifies what's going right in your life yeah yeah it is a validation that's the word i'm looking for Ooh, it is a validation yeah it's yeah. a validation of who you are what you do and how you do it so i want to shift back to uh -huh. tell us a little bit more of what it means so people can get a better feeling to be a shiftologist well <laughs> it's funny a shiftologist on March 3rd I'm sorry on March 11th of 2010 I was sitting at my uh, in my office I had just sold my leadership center and I bought the domain shiftology.com okay brilliant and I did nothing with it nothing you just and bought I, it. I just bought it. I, I, I'm a domain junkie. <laughs> and intuitive leadership, I bought it in 2004. Oh my and I can learn come, from you, Terry. <laughs> it didn't come until it didn't come to surface until 2014, 2015, something like that. 
when I started using it as my business name and it was the tagline of my last book, The Enchanted Boardroom, evolve into an unstoppable intuitive leader. And um, <laughs> Oh my God, I love your voice. It's so powerful. Okay, <laughs> keep going. So, um, I This is taking me back to this COVID thing. Okay, we tried doing all kinds of masterminds and all kinds of things. And what I realized, I really couldn't do it and really serve my clients well, as long as I had these elderly parents that I needed to jump at the drop of a hat and fly down to Florida. It, it was just way too much. So yeah. even though I had made lots of, uh, lots of programs and things like that, it just didn't, I, I couldn't get it to take hold. Along comes COVID, my friend. And to me, it's my friend, and I know it's not been a friend of a lot of people, and I, I completely honor and trust that. I, I not trust it. Yeah, I, I honor understand. that, and I, um, my heart goes out to those who are suffering during uh, because of COVID. For me, it happened to be a good thing, and I'm not going to shrink back from that. Yeah. So, and the sh and the great thing with it is that it forced me to stay still. And in forcing me to stay still, what I realized was that I've been teaching a system for the last 25 years that was leading me to from where I was working with entrepreneurs to become the intuitive leader, to become the practical business mystics, and ultimately the shiftologist. And all of that came to surface within the last six months. Gotcha. gotcha. I didn't realize it. So when you ask me about being a shiftologist, it, through meditation, through channeling, through my inner guidance system, being a shiftologist, and, if you, and for those of you who are very spiritual, you've heard of wisdom schools and mystery schools and that yes. kind of thing. This is about, this is a wisdom Intuitive Leadership University is a wisdom school. It's a wisdom school that escalates people from where they are to where they want to be. And people right now, the portals are opening, things are happening, where people are realizing that their inner journey is key to the physical success that they are creating. And the folks that we work with we shed the layers of the onion. Let me tell you, just when you think you've gotten to the core of that onion, oh, great, I have literally shed all this stuff. All of a sudden, a field of onions show up. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. And, you know, so the ultimate level is to be the shiftologist, but that doesn't mean that the learning ends. It doesn't. Yeah. Absolutely. And the moment, that's why I don't like the word guru. I don't like the word expert. I don't like those words. Really? Because, not even guru? No, not at all. I, I, <laughs> I really dislike the word guru. I really do. Because, why, Terry? Why? Well, because people seem to think that, that gurus have all the answers. And you know what? They're human. They're human who have learned how to tap into their heart and soul. And there is not one guru that I had quote unquote self-identified guru who hasn't eventually shown their frailties 
and their kinks and the parts of themselves that don't work. But you know what? Maybe I think of it differently because I was actually just talking about this. I really practice telling people there is not one system. There is not one way. Don't get sucked into that one leader. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I really. We were talking about that a little bit. Um, and I was on this podcast. I go, I know, even in the health club industry, people used to mm-hmm. say, come on, Sandy, what's the one exercise? And I would say, the one you're going to do? Because there's yeah. so many ways. There's so many food plans. And I think the right person, just like you, will come at the right time. And they will be in your life forever or a minute. So when I think of guru, I think of somebody different. I don't think of they have all the answers because I do agree. Uh, I think it's somebody that has tapped in more to their spiritual path. But you can do if you want to. With that question. See, in my world, the people who have taken on that term, Take yeah. have taken it on with I know everything. Yes, <laughs> you're right. You're right, and that I think it's better to see them as human beings because then if they scream or yell or get mad, you're you're not going to be like, oh no, they're not exactly. amazing. Guess what? They are amazing. They're just human. Hello, they're just human, and that's why I love about the word shiftologist because because here's the other thing. There's I'm going to talk about the word perfection. Perfect. Those of us who are perfectionists, okay? And a lot of us are recovering perfectionists. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. And, and here's the thing about perfection and recovering perfectionists. If say you have a cup in your hand, that cup is perfect in its creation. However, what if we use the word excellent instead? What okay. if we use the word excellent and realize that with excellence, there are layers and layers and layers of excellence. Because with perfect, you're in a box. It's perfect. You can't change it. Yeah. yeah. But with excellence, you give yourself the gift and allow yourself the opportunity to grow and expand in ways that you may not have thought of. Yeah. So as I tell my recovering perfectionist (laughs) of which I'm one of them myself Um, the deal is look for help those around you to thrive to be excellent because when they are excellent they can then go to the next level and the next level to infinity of excellence that's not the case with perfection yeah you know what's funny I just taught well, I always have told my son since he's young because he is that way. I want you to keep repeating this. I'm not perfect, but I'm freaking amazing. I'm not perfect, no, beautiful. but I'm freaking amazing. And I say, say, oh, even to my employees who are perfectionist, I go, just keep saying this. I'm not perfect, but I'm freaking amazing. So I love that you said that. Terry, this has been so much fun. You, I know people are going to want to share this and reach out to you because you have so many different tips and authenticity, by the way, to you too, which I really, really appreciate. And uh, so many valuable things that people can look into, but I do have to go to rapid fire. Are you ready for rapid fire? Random questions you're going to love? Easy peasy? Fun. Yes. Okay. Favorite color? Red. Favorite food? Ice cream. Chocolate. 
chocolate. Okay. Do you have a show that you watch? Do you watch Netflix or Hulu or anything? Um, I'm, I'm going to say NCIS because oh. I like NCIS. Yeah, I can see why. <laughs> okay. Okay. Tell me what one of your perfect days would look like from morning to night. One of my excellent days? Excellent. <laughs> oh, my God. Woohoo! <laughs> One of your amazing days. What would one of your favorite oh, I like that days? Yeah, amazing days. Um, from beginning, you know what? Every day is amazing. And, and this is why. Every day teaches me something. And I look forward. From the moment I wake up, I am in gratitude. I am in gratitude for being able to open my eyes, be able to hear, be able to see the beautiful trees outside of my window. I am in absolute gratitude. And I welcome what comes to elevate me on that specific day to be the best that I can be. That's my ideal day. So even when the bad stuff comes, I still laugh because it's like, okay, I learned this, 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 and this. So that's my, every day is an amazing day for me. I like that. Okay, what is one thing you could share with everybody that they may not know about you? I already shared so much. <laughs> um, <laughs> But they may not know. I learned a lot about the Indian culture. My daughter, uh, Indian from India, my daughter oh. just married. Um, my daughter's a lieutenant commander in the Navy, and her new husband is a lieutenant commander in the Navy. And I learned wow. a lot. He is of Indian descent. And I learned so much about the beauty in the Indian culture during that very small, very tiny wedding. It was phenomenal, and I walked away feeling very, very blessed and grateful for my new family. Mm. Next question. Yes. What does the word universe mean to you? Hmm. What does the word universe mean to me? Uni is one, and verse is spoken, and the universe speaks to us on many level, different levels in languages that we understand, if we allow ourselves to listen. And I find that a lot of us avoid listening to the universe because the information that comes scares the living daylights out of us because we're too, we're, we're scared of being great. We're scared of stepping into our power. I like that. I like that, Terry. Every time I ask somebody about that, it's always, I always think, is somebody going to, you know, cross paths and say the same thing? Never. It's mm -hmm. always beautiful and it's always amazing, but it's never the same thing. Cool. All right, Terry, this has been amazing. Thank you so much for taking the time to come on. Please tell us how they can find you, how they can reach you, or anything else that we didn't get in that you want to okay. say. Well, um, they can reach me at... Terry at intuitiveleadership.com. They can also meet me in person on Zoom on January 29th to the 31st. We're going to be holding our first ever Shiftology business retreat. Woohoo! Shiftology.com at, at shiftologyretreat.com. You can go there. And exciting. yes, it's very, very exciting. And it's, uh, we have my five, notice the number five, shift. <laughs> maestros who are going we're going to be getting into everything from sales to decision making to social media and marketing to resilience 
to uh, a little bit of event planning, and we're going to be getting into uh, creating uh, lim you know, unlimited possibilities. So we are limitless possibilities. Word wasn't coming out right. So we're getting into all of those areas to assist the entrepreneur to evolve into intuitive leaders. Mm. So cool. I'm so excited for you. I'm so excited for anybody who's going to be on there too. It's exciting. And I will make sure to give you the link for anybody in your audience who is interested in coming to us for your, and this is solely for your audience. Uh, I will make sure that you get the link where they can get the lowest price ticket of $57. That's the ultra early bird price. And it ends on the 16th of January. Okay. So I'll make sure that you have a link that you can post. Thank you, Terry. So, so that your audience can always have access to that $57 link. That is so cool. And by the way, before we go, didn't we connect because somebody lived in Villanova or went to Villanova College or used to come oh near where I in okay. Berwyn? Because I live in Berwyn and my husband went to law school at Villanova. Yada, yada. Okay, that's exactly. I'm like, how do we connect? Well, I'm from King of Prussia, number one. Oh number two, my husband went to Villanova. His dad went to Villanova. His sister and her husband went to Villanova, and they were the cheerleaders when they won the first champ. When the basketball team won the first championship, both of my girls went to Villanova, and my middle daughter just got married to Villanova by the yep. same priest who married us 34 years ago, also in Villanova Chapel. <laughs> Crazy. And I live like five minutes from Villanova, and my husband yeah. went to Villanova, and all his friends went to Villanova. Blah. There you blah, go. Blah. Crazy small world, isn't it, Terry? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. I know. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. I'm so glad I reached out. Like you said, I don't know why. It was my intuition. I thought, I'm just <laughs> going to reach out on my own. I just feel it, and I'm so happy I did. And I am, too. This has been a blast. Oh, good. Well, you're fun. And it's always great when we have humor, but yet there's so many pieces of knowledge in there and tips they can take away and wisdom. It's just, it's cool beans. So my Let's Keep It Real people, I know you love this, so be sure to like it and share it and rate it and send it around to inspire everyone you can possibly think of. And you know what I'm going to say, until next time. Toodles. Thanks for listening. Be sure to share and subscribe if you enjoyed the show. And remember, keep spreading the positive.